Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Coming to you live and local from the Quarter Shoot Cafe at Emerald Downs. This is the Win Play Show. Now, here's your host, Joe Wizzy. Good morning. Welcome to the Win Play Show. Saturday morning, the summer of 16, moves on, and Emerald Downs having a great season. We have had some just outstanding crowds at Emerald Downs over the last several weeks. Uh, just got off to a good start this year. The field size has been great, meaning a little more interest in the wagering as well from local fans as well as fans all around the country. The betting handle's been up, you know, starting with uh, Indian Relay Racing and the fireworks spectacular, the holiday weekend, July 3rd. Uh, we had the dog, wiener dogs and the wiener wannabes last week. Excellent crowd for that. And we've got food trucks out tonight. And uh, any indication the past several years, lots of fans like to come out and enjoy racing at Emerald Downs and maybe have a bite to eat as well as we race for about four hours or so tonight. Racing tonight, Rob. You're going to be here, and we know here. what time, right? Yeah, 6.35. I'll be Six. here a little bit before that. Uh, like you mentioned, uh, Saturday Night Racing, our second of four uh, Saturday nights of racing in July, and looking forward to that. A good eight-day or eight-race program today, and we got a pick seven carryover as well. Four little, grand? A little over 4000 I think $4,035. Um, pick five was hit yesterday and uh, paid, what, around 9000 or so. Oh, yeah. Congratulations to anyone who hit that. Um, kind of tougher sequence, um, but uh, uh, like you mentioned, uh, we've had a, a great meet so far. We've had some big fields and some very competitive racing, and uh, we've got a kind of a tricky card today, too. We've got yeah. some uh, pretty uh, interesting handicapping challenges, um, some great racing locally, and some uh, really good racing simulcasting-wise as well. Indiana's got a great day of the Indiana Derbies today, and uh, it's uh, opening weekend at Old Del Mar as well. Old Del Mar is underway. They got underway yesterday afternoon here. Uh, simulcast fans, a lot out to watch that. And a good crowd last night for Friday Night Racing, Fab Friday Racing, with the fabulous Murph Tones providing some music, beverage specials, Friday Night Racing. Joe Withy and Rob Rao here at the Quarter Shoot Cafe. And we are looking forward to the next hour with you. By the way, Breakfast at the Wire starts right now. And if you're not familiar with that, it's 8 to 10 a.m. Saturday mornings, July and August. So this is a Saturday in July. Breakfast at the Wire just getting going, 8 to 10. Uh, it's down by the Winter Circle. You can enter for free at Emerald Downs by the Paddock Gate, which is just north of the big grandstand building, the black wrought iron Paddock Gate. Go through there. It'll be open. You can park nearby for free as well. And uh, Breakfast at the Wire this weekend is going to be held, uh, hosted by Vicki Potter, who pretty much originated the idea. Vicki is uh, a lifelong racing fan. Well, since the early 70s. She was a teacher, a high school teacher for many years and has uh, had a part-time job here at the track. Her significant other is Hall of Fame trainer Howard Belvoir. Vicki's dabbled in ownership. She's enjoying 2016, Rob, as part of that rising star 
syndicate and owners of Barkley, the undefeated Barkley, who's, uh, what, won uh, three more stakes races this year. Yeah, he's just been sensational. Um, he's, uh, you know, leading contender for three-year-old. He's just uh, been able to put in some uh, magnificent rides uh, against his uh, foe in uh, Mach 1 Rules, who, you know, um, if Barkley wasn't here, we'd be talking about how good Mach 1 yeah, Rules is because right. they've been winning their races by open lengths and a kind of heartbreaking losses for Mach 1 Rules. He's a very nice horse, but, uh, yeah, a tremendous summer for uh, Rising Star Stables with Barkley, who's uh, just been really awesome, been against the track a few times, um, had to run down solo speed a few times, had to re-rally a couple times after getting passed uh, at the top of the stretch. Uh, he's, a, he's a very special horse and uh, uh, one of the many great stories uh, thus far in 2016 Emerald Down. Yeah, he is the leading earner at the meeting, four for four with three stakes wins. OB Harbor is number two, and he's in action tomorrow. There's a lot to talk about here. Let's just finish up on Breakfast at the Wire. Vicki Potter's hosting. Matt Dinnerman's going to be a guest this morning as well. Again, eight to ten. There's some breakfast options there. Six dollar breakfast, a nice big plate, a couple of different options. You can watch training. Uh, horses are headed to the track right now. There's a break in training between 8.30 and 9. And the track gets renovated with the tractors. Everybody gets a little bit of a half hour off. But then training resumes at 9 to 10 or, and after that. And there's additions to breakfast at Thwire. If you want to take a tour of uh, various Emerald Downs facilities, those are offered every morning after the show as well. So breakfast at the Wire, 8 to 10 a.m., Saturdays and Sundays in July. Yeah, going right now. Hey, we have an eight-race card tonight. And tonight theme is food trucks. Food trucks will be here tomorrow as well. We're going to get to tomorrow. Frank Lucarelli is going to join us. Trainer Monique Snowden is going to join us as well on the show. And uh, tomorrow, first race at 2 p.m., regular Sunday time, four stakes races tomorrow, Rob. Yeah, outstanding racing tomorrow, 10 races, but uh, you mentioned four stakes races, uh, races for the two-year-old Colts, two-year-old Phillies, um, the older Phillies and Mares, and the uh, Mount Rainier uh, yeah. with uh, two-time defending champion striker PhD in there, but Obi Harper's kind of been the story as far as the older horses have been so uh, in this division so far. He's been sensational. They get a rematch. Um, as well as uh, Better Be Gone, who ran a very good second behind Obi Harbor. He's in there as well. Um, that looks like, you know, uh, depending on what you think as far as the handicapping goes, maybe kind of a shorter price as far as a, a likely winner in there. But that older uh, Philly and Mare stake, Who's gonna that win? is a wide-open race. That's a really <laughs> tough You know what? Uh, uh, just kind of looking at the uh, entries right here and, and handicapping the race, I thought Peppy Miller was a little bit intriguing. Okay. I know, I believe she's uh, tried the distance four times and has three wins. She's coming off a good third uh, last time out in the uh, legislator stakes behind BCC Middleton. Um, Chocolatier on, on her back class, she's going to be pretty tough in here, but I don't know if she has too much dirt racing experience, if at all. Um, but I, if she's able to translate what she's been able to do on turf, she'll be awfully tough in here. But I thought this is one of those kind of races where you kind of have to take a price, Joe. Okay. Well, you just mentioned two horses that uh, Emerald Downs fans aren't awesomely familiar with because Peppy Miller has only run here once but you mentioned that was a good race third to BCZ Middleton and Ethan's baby in the Washington legislators stakes on June 20th a good third in that race and look at her record at the flat mile wow four starts three wins and a second for Peppy Miller she's by Fusaichi Pegasus a six-year-old mare and uh, has a good dirt record as well She's raced on the turf quite a bit in her career, but she's 4 for 12 on the dirt with 9. Make it 11 out of 12 in the money. 
So you might be leaning toward her as the morning line favorite in there with that dirt record and that mile record. I actually have her as a price, but oh, I, yeah, I have Chocolatier as the favorite. And then I have Choc- Ethan's baby actually was 7-5 to five last time out. Of course, that was sprinting, but I have to imagine that she's going to take some action. But, yeah, I probably had Peppy Miller a little bit too high on the line there. Um, but, you know, what? I think it's a really wide open race. You look at speed figure-wise, there's not a whole lot separating a lot of these horses. Um, but, uh, uh, excuse me, Peppy Miller's got a lot going for her, like you mentioned. Yeah, I'm seeing that first glance. I haven't uh, handicapped that race yet, but we'll get to that. But that is tomorrow's Boeing stakes for fillies and mares at a flat mile, and it's a field of 12. We had... 14 enter the race. That's how wide open that division is. Chocolatier, you mentioned, she's a French-bred five-year-old mare who's been back east. Let's see, she's got a, a win at Keeneland in April of 2015 on the grass from a little off the pace. She's got a win at Aqueduct, mile and three-eighths on yielding turf on the lead. That was in November of last year. This year, she doesn't have a win in four starts, but has a couple of seconds at Golden Gate, both on the grass. One of those, the Golden Poppy handicap. So, Chocolatier coming in, first time ever on dirt, but uh, has been facing some good horses uh, on both coasts, and she started her career in Europe. So, that's a very interesting race tomorrow. Hey, let's give them one today before we take a break. Uh, by the way, Frank Lucarelli is going to join us again. He is loaded with action today and tomorrow at Emerald Downs. We've got a lot of horses to talk about with trainer Frank Lucarelli. And uh, he has three horses in tomorrow's Angie C Stakes for two-year-old fillies. And that race drew 11 entrants. So that's a, that's a test. His horses all look pretty strong in there. Where, where are you uh, looking at today for... Uh, uh, Possible. How about the feature race today? You know, there, that's a it's a very interesting race. I wouldn't discount any one of the seven runners in there. It may be face value, maybe one of the longer shots, but uh, coming out of sprints, he'll be finish. Or coming out of routes and, and turning back, he'll be finishing in there. I don't have too big of a price, but I thought Huya ran very well last time out. Turning back, I think he should be awfully tough in here. Uh, his last race was, you know, a little bit flatter in the fact that Wando Cat ran so big last night behind Raspberry Road, made that huge yeah. uh, sweeping move, and you know, uh, at the top of the stretch, you kind of might have thought that he might uh, might uh, be able to get the job done there, but came up a little bit short. Um, I just think, uh, you know, drawing outside and his sprint efforts have been pretty strong. Um, I, I kind of lean towards him, but uh, I, I think this is one of those races where uh, if you've got a strong opinion, you might be able to create a lot of value because I don't think there's a whole lot separating five or six of these runners. I'm with you on Huya. Five to two morning line favorite. We like Huya in the seventh race today. It's a three-year-old sprint at six and a half furlongs. What's Huya done? Well, he's done uh, quite a bit in his three-year-old year. He won his first out at the meeting back in April, uh, right up on the lead, 25,000 claimer. Uh, he then ran fourth behind Valid Kiki, Noble Nick, and On Fire. And uh, he pressed the pace that day at five and a half, but he came right back at six and a half and beat those horses. And then he ran that good mile behind Wando Cat, as you mentioned. Wando Cat, another big effort against older horses last night, just missing behind Raspberry Road. So, Huya draws well, has Juan Gutierrez back for Candy Tillette, uh, two wins and four starts at the meeting, and uh, also won last year here as a two year old, for that matter. So there's a, a look at that race. We have some two-year-old action as well today. And to tomorrow, the Chili Man is going to race tomorrow. And Monique Snowden is going to join us and talk about that horse, who on June 26th made his career debut just three weeks ago. 
And he had those really fast works, Rob. And boy, did he run to those workouts. What, uh, what leg action, what stride performance. And what, 11 lengths ahead at the finish? Uh, awfully, awfully impressive, and, and you definitely get the sense that uh, he was well within himself. Uh, very talented horse. Um, oh, we did, uh, he did, it was a short field, and then there was a scratch, so he only has to face four other foes in here. Uh, he was three to five, first time out. I made him two to five on the morning line. Yep. I think that's probably <laughs> an overlay. That's I high. think he'll probably be a little bit shorter than that. Um, but like you mentioned, uh, you talk about one of the more impressive two-year-olds um, to ever, you know, uh, debut here. He's got to be in the conversation. That was a, yeah. an awesome, awesome race by him, and uh, he's going to be awfully tough to beat tomorrow on the Emerald Express. Yeah, he's got one of the top five two-year-old uh, buyer speed figures in the country. And just... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Just the way he did it, uh, his workouts were... They weren't really asking him to run according. Well, we'll let Monique Snowden tell that story. She's been developing the Chili Man for Heidi Nelson. And uh, uh, Kathy Ritvo, who trained Mucho Macho Man, is coming to town along with her owner, Dean Reeves, tomorrow to watch the Chili Man. And uh, they're possibly going to make a deal. Heidi Nelson uh, is leaning that way. Uh, I guess it, it wasn't consummated uh, as of midweek. But uh, Kathy Ritvo and Dean Reeves coming to town tomorrow to watch the chili man and possibly to uh, walk away with a horse and Heidi purchased him I think it was 70,000 was it does that sound right to you I, think, I believe that's the number 70,000 she purchased the chili man two-year-olds in training sale at Ocala where Heidi's done so well with horses like the trailer guy and the Zeta and the honorable one uh, there's another one in there as well. She has just uh, done well at that. And the Chili Man, we got to watch him run tomorrow. He's the first leg in the 50-cent pick four, which is an all-stakes pick four tomorrow at Emerald Downs. Races 5, 6, 7, and 8. The Emerald Express, the Angie C, the Boeing, and the Mount Rainier. A lot of excitement tomorrow as well. And, for, again, first race tonight at 6.30. Next Saturday is college night. Get the college fellas and gals to bring their college ID. They'll get in free. And if you bring your college alumni ID, you get in free as well. And we're going to have some prize drawings for the college kids. They need to get, you know, free food. College kids do. So we're going to, a lot of local restaurants are providing gift cards for drawings next Saturday. That'll be July 23rd. And the following Saturday night, July 30th. 6.30 start again, and that will be dollar night here at Emerald Downs. Okay, we're going to take a break. Come back with trainer Frank Lucarelli. It's the Win Place Show, KJR, 9.50 a.m. You're listening to the Win Place Show, brought to you by Emerald Downs on Sports Radio 9.50 KJR. Now back to the Win Place Show with Joe Withy and Rob Rowe on Sports Radio KJR. They come to the top of the stretch, and Patty Secret turns for home in front and opens up now. Patty Secret going four, five lengths ahead. Love this far is second. Grace Bay is running a good race, trying to get up into second with plays and beauty, but with a 16th to go, it's Patty Secret, and the daughter of Patty O'Prado wins the first two-year-old race of the season at Emerald.
Laurel Downs under Leslie Mowing. Second goes to Blazing Beauty, then Grace Bay, and Commando Comic was fourth. Patty Secret, the first two-year-old winner at Emerald Downs this year, just about a month ago. She is one of 11 in tomorrow's Angie C Stakes for Juvenile Phillies. And Frank Lucarelli looks to have a pretty strong hand in there with three Phillies entered in the race. Uh, one of the others is a winner here at Emerald Downs as well. And that one would be uh, craving, Constant Craving. And then Blazing Beauty ran a really good second behind Patty's Secret uh, with a little bit of trouble early, but she finished on well. And Frank Lucarelli is joining us. Frank, Luke, five-time training winner here at Emerald Downs. Having another good season. You got a busy weekend, my man. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, I do. I got a few running. You've got a few today. You're in four of the eight races today. Uh, you're really loaded tomorrow. Let's just start with that Angie C stakes for the two year old Phillies. Uh, Hattie's Secret, really nice win. Constant Craving, one first out. Those two are Kentucky Breads, and Blazing Beauty's also Kentucky. Who's the best of those three horses, Luke? Well, if you look at paper and how they ran, you'd have to say Patty Secret. She ran awfully good first time out. She's training really well. Um, I think Blazing Beauty and Constant Craving are going to be real good two-turn horses, so they may have better days coming. But, you know, five and a half early in the year, and they both ran really well first time out going four and a half. So I'm optimistic that they can still get the job done going five and a half. And, I think Patty Secret will be out there and uh, in a good position, and if she's good enough and runs like she did first time, she'll be a tough horse to beat. Uh, yeah, Leslie Mine rode her first two-year-old race, June 11th, six-length victory over Blazing Beauty. Grace Bay was third. Grace Bay's back in this race for Monique Snowden tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, 11 two-year-old fillies taking a chance in here. Let's see. I don't think we have any first-time starters. Uh, we do. We have one first-time starter. That is Carula from trainer David Martinez, uh, daughter of Colonel John and Desert Liaison, who's a multiple producing mare. But you, you mentioned uh, uh, constant craving. Blazing Beauty might be better longer. Is that basically just off their breeding or just kind of how they well, race? The way they, yeah, pretty okay. much their breeding, the way they run. They're big horses. And okay. They're, they are not quick, quick, but they do have enough speed to stay in the game going short. But, uh, you know, uh, it, it's a tough race. Babies, you never know. Some some move so forward after one race and some back up. And, you know, my fillies, all three have come into this race and fabulous. I couldn't ask for them to come in any better. I mean, they've, they've been doing really well. They all worked really well coming into this. So I'm very happy. It's a, you know, but as you can see on that uh, getting jo Jolene, does it? She, yeah, uh, you know, look at her first race to her second race. So you can throw her first race out. She's going to show up with a with a big race and some race experience now. And you know, I beat her uh, first time out pretty easy. But that really doesn't mean anything with babies because she could have got a little rough start. She could have got dirt in her face and just didn't run. But uh, the first time I run against her, she looked. She's a very decent-looking filly, and I thought, man, this filly might be tough to beat. So, you know, with her second race, she scares me because I think she's a, a good filly. Yeah. I think it's getting Joelland. Joelland. Joelland, a daughter of Trap Shot, who's also the sire of the Chili Man, will be in tomorrow's Emerald Express. Uh, Tom Wenzel, the trainer of Getting Joelland, yeah, she just uh, broke ninth of ten against Patty's Secret on June 11th, came back two 
weeks later and just went right to the lead and won by four lengths. So, yeah, it right. looks like a pretty good filly there. Yeah, she, she looks like she could be. The, the thing is now is she'll get hooked up out there and then you'll get tested all. You know, Patty Secret, her, they all get a little test now when they hook up with some horses that have experience and can run. So, you know, if they hook up, I have a couple horses off the pace that still have a chance. That's the thing, you know, a couple of your horses did run behind horses, which as two-year-olds, uh, these races are pretty short, four and a half. This one's five and a half. But it's kind of like who's got the most ability, who's kind of quick out of the gate, and you don't have that far to go. But Constant Craving was... Uh, well behind that uh, Weave It to Beaver pace setter, and she ran her down, and then Blazing Beauty was behind horses her whole race, did finish second to Patty's Secret, but uh, they've learned a little bit, as well as showing ability. Right, yeah, constant craving, you know, you don't see too many four-and-a-half uh, furlong races here with a horse six, seven in front turner for home. They get caught, and she, she ran her down, and she yeah. ran. It's, I mean, the other horse may have been stopping some, but my filly came home real quick, and she's... Uh, She's a, a decent filly. So it'll be exciting. I love watching babies run. Hopefully I'm on the board. We know race. you do. <laughs> but I, I do like watching babies run. And Dragon I Tiger, Mach 1 rules the last couple of years. I like watching them run. So <laughs> anyways, but, uh, you know, there's some good horses. Grace Bay didn't get a good breakaway, and she's going to run good. And uh, uh, it, it's an interesting race. That's right. So it'll be, it'll be fun. Camino uh, Comet came back and won, uh, you know, but there again, she broke good that day, and speed's tough when they break good. And, you know, she'll get she'll get a real test in coming out of the one hole. It's not the greatest spot, in my opinion, in 11 horse field with babies. Sure. But th there's, there's some good fillies in here, and tomorrow we'll filter out a little bit. Frank Lucarelli joining us, and yeah, uh, just a really good run with two-year-olds, Frank. And, and you get them from Washington, you have homebreds, and you go to Kentucky every year. It looks like... Uh, let you see. You have three different oh, owners three. involved in this, yeah. right? You do. You've got uh, uh, Darren Paul, owns Blazing Beauty, who's the daughter of Tail of Ikati out of a Rockport Harbor mare purchased at Keeneland, and then Constant Craving by Drosselmeyer. And he's doing pretty well as a young sire, it seems, you know? Yeah, he, he's kind of... Okay. I, I think he is. I think he is now. He kind of looked like he was a little disappointing, but he's had a few come up and run really well, though. You know, find Joy's Drosselmeyer, the one they win the stake with ah, here. So that's she, right. she, uh, you know, they're starting to run pretty good. Three-year-old filly, yeah, that's your horse. That, uh, right. One for Dave Taylor. And then uh, Patty's Secrets by Patty Prado out of a Yes, It's True mare. And Patty's Secret went, went right to the front. I think Rob uh, said he was going to put her as morning line favorite off her big win first time out. And, yeah, your horses do look like some of the favorites in there. So a big hand for Frank Lucarelli tomorrow. No, we're not going to clap for you no, yet. But no, uh, I get it. A I good, strong hand in the strong uh, hand. in the NGC tomorrow, Frank. And uh, Aaron Bear is in action today down in California. Uh, you, you've tried stakes with him. He's competitive, but uh, he really is tough in those allowance races or claimers. And, uh, of course, our older horse division is pretty much in the route area right now. Right. So you send him down to a Cal Expo, it looks like. Right. Yep, he'll run at Sacramento today, and uh, he's doing really well. He's shipped down good, so we're excited about seeing what he can do in there. It's a tough race. There's a, you know, it's a 62 optional. I guess they're not supposed to be easy, but, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. And, uh, yeah, he's he doesn't act like he wants to route, and uh, up here, most of everything now is route until we get, get done here, so we thought we'd better get him on the road and 
find something different. Well, he has been a good sprinter up here, and he's added that dimension. By the way, he's 5-2 to two morning line in a five-horse field, the eighth at Sacramento, 445 this afternoon. Of course, you got to beat Jerry Hollendorfer when you run down do, there. He's yeah. got two in there. He's always tough, and he runs them at you. So, yeah, he's uh, he's got the two uh, favorite and the third choice in there. So, we'll see what happens. Yeah, you're the second choice on the yeah. morning line. Aaron Bear, Washington bred by Nationhood out of Light Night. Let's talk about Mach 1 rules a little bit. I, uh, you know, uh, undefeated state champion last year, 4 for 4 as a juvenile. And uh, this year he comes out and you, just you guys are raving about his physicality. He'd grown up a little bit and filled out and everything was going great. And then this Barkley, just uh, quick, and maybe you don't want to talk about this, but I did see a nice... Uh, a moment between you and Howard Belvar. I haven't really seen that too much, but uh, you guys were, you ran uh, on July 3rd, our Sunday of uh, Fireworks Spectacular, the big day. You guys were in the Seattle Slough Stakes, and Barkley got you at the wire once again. None of us yeah. thought it was going to happen at the eighth pole. Yeah. I think you finally thought you probably had him that day. Didn't you? Yeah, I did. I was. Uh, I didn't want to cut off on him and run as early as we did, but Leslie thought he had him beat and had him buried in there, and uh, you know he did what he thought was right. And I'm not going to judge or get get upset about that. But uh, but yeah, we uh, you know feel like we set a target for him to run at and, and uh, need to maybe hang a little more with him until till later. But. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You know, I mean, these Barclays are a very good horse, and uh, my horse is a very good horse also. Yeah. You know, it's the three stakes races this year in the three-year-old division. Barclays won them all in photos over Mach 1 rules. And uh, even, Frank, uh, we, we talked to you live in the paddock on Saturday, and you, you were talking about the race and talking about Mach 1 rules. He's doing well, and... Uh, yeah, it looks like he can get the distance fine. But he goes, yeah. and then we talked about Barkley. He goes, heck, I even like that horse. I just wish I, like I wasn't Barkley. running up against him. Barkley's a cool horse. He's got a great mind. He's a, he's you know, he trains a lot. He's a heavy horse. He's a stud. So he, you know, he probably trains harder than I train Mach One rules. But uh, he's a, uh, he's a good horse. I like the horse, and I like Howard. Howard's done a great job, obviously, with the horse, and uh, um, you know, I think I think he's a good horse. And you know, some people say, "Oh, he hope he ships out." And hope he's. I said, "I hope he runs. I want to beat his bun, <laughs> but I want him to hear and I want him running." So, uh, and and you know what? He's a he, he's great. I like the horse. If he left here and went down south, I'd be all in rooting for him. I'd be on the Barkley bandwagon with him. He's been special because you've uh, you've got a nice colt there in Mach One Rules, and Barkley's been able to just quicken at the right time under Javier Matias and get the victories. And, and you're headed toward the uh, July 31st Derby? Yeah, we're going to run in the Derby, and then, uh, you know, we'll see what happens there. Hopefully it can turn the tables, but uh, so far we, we haven't, but we'll see. And then uh, uh, if everything goes good and my horse is healthy, we do have the Washington Cup. Um, so that's right. Got a couple more spots for him here if we can keep him healthy. Barkley's not eligible for that. 
Yeah. And uh, Mach 1 rules by Harbor the Gold. Uh, uh, it's got a career record of four wins in three seconds. And uh, all seven really outstanding efforts. So that will be exciting on Derby Day. That's in two weeks, July 31st. Uh, you have another horse in tomorrow. Uh, several horses in both days, but uh, let's talk about the Sandman a little bit. He's going to go in against O.B. Harbor, Stryker, Ph.D., and the rest in tomorrow's Mount Rainier. Didn't really show too much in the Budweiser. Coming in from the East Coast, uh, you expecting better tomorrow? Yeah, I am. The horse is doing really well. I, I won't say he wasn't doing well into the last race, uh, you know, but he just never really picked it up, and maybe... You know, it was a long haul and a long ship for him, and maybe he was just a little flatter than I thought. But he's had time now. We've got a couple of real good works in him since that race. He's doing really well, and he's happy. And so, you know, hopefully he uh, he comes with a race. If he runs his best race, I think I think he can compete in there and, and be right there. Obi Harbor and Stryker, they're running lights out right now. Well, Stryker's... You know, his first race, was, I thought, was a very good race from off the bench. So I expect him to run uh, his best race or one of his best races. And OB's tough. So my horse has to run good. I like sort of how it sets up. It looks like I can fall into third or fourth into the first turn. And uh, if my horse fires, I think he could be right there. Okay. So, yeah, with OB Harbor and Better Be Gone in the race, you know, you've, you've got some front-running horses in there. And you could get a good uh, drafting, stocking trip in there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the Sandman, who is new to Emerald Downs. He made his first start here in the Budweiser. Of course, that was a tough race. O.B. Harbor won it. Better be gone. Ran a big second, and Stryker Ph.D. closed in for third. Stryker Ph.D., two-time defending champ of the Mount Rainier, and, of course, two-time Long Acres Mile defending champion. Is he going to be the irresistible force again tomorrow like we've seen so many times? Well... He's had a race in him, and I know the horsemen respect him. And you heard from Frank Lucarelli there. Frank, joining us. Uh, you have a couple of, let's switch it over to today a little bit to get our fans interested in the first race tonight, first race at 6.30. You've got a couple of first-time starter two-year-old fillies for 15000 claiming. And uh, one's a Calbred, one's a Washington bred couple of different owners again uh what about these two horses uh, happy issue well, and six pack pop i just scratched happy okay issue. all right was coughing a little bit this morning so we okay. took her out thank six you six pack pop uh she's doing well um took her a while to get okay out of the gate and uh, she finally did and, and she's she's trained really decent and uh you know, you never know what you run with with these babies and a lot of first-time starters. And just because it's 15 doesn't mean they're not good horses. There could be good yeah. horses in here. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to get her running. She finally come out of the gate running there the last time or two I popped her. So hopefully, you know, babies, it's so much about getting them out and getting them running. And uh, hopefully we can get out running good in there, and I think she'll be fine. I see she's a half-sister to Cat on Base, who was a horse Howard Belvoir trained that was uh, pretty fast. Real decent horse. Yeah. yeah. Hope she's half that good. We'll be all right. Yeah. And uh, Parker Stormcat, a sire, is really doing well. He's been in this state several years now, and he's got full crops the last couple of years. He's number two and wins at this meeting as a sire behind Harbor the Gold. Uh, do you have much experience with uh, those horses yet? I haven't really. Okay. I claimed one. I claimed Parker's Delight, so I haven't oh, run her right. back yet, and uh, I certainly She's like good. her. Yeah, <laughs> I like her, and then I've got uh, 
this filly. Not sure if I've added another one or not, but uh, you know the couple I got sitting in my barn right now. I'm, I'm glad I have them. Yeah, Parker's delight, of course, three for three at the meeting. Yeah. Uh, how many more two-year-olds you have that might race? I got a few more, uh, maybe three or four more, but uh, they're a few weeks out right now. Sure. So. Take they all. Uh, take their different times to get ready. Yeah, they do. You get Correct. little things that go on and uh, gotten lucky with getting uh, three or four of them ready early on. So, all right. And uh, the feature race tonight, the Muckleshoot Casino Purse, three-year-olds and a valid Kiki's out. Yeah, he's okay. out. He's out. Uh, but your other horse in there, Noble Nick, uh, he has just run good race after good race and he's coming off a mile, which he ran well in, right on June 20th, behind Wando Cat, who looked very good last night. Noble Nick, uh, going back to six and a half. Uh, what's his best distance? You know, I would like to have routed him again, but the races just uh, weren't going, and uh, he's an on two, and I didn't want to put him in that race uh, last night on three allowance, but uh, mm. so I I put him back short. I don't think six and a half will bother him a bit and uh, I think ultimately I think he's going to be a good mile horse but he certainly can run short and he's got real good speed and last time I routed him for some reason he never picked it up into the first turn and then uh, he finished well but he just didn't seem like he wanted to go so hopefully I got him sharper today to to break out and get running. Yeah, that, that's kind of funny when a, a sprinter gets right into the race like he does, Noble Nick, and then you route him one time, and he's, you know, those paces are a little bit faster in the sprints, and then he was well back early. Yeah, you had I to be kind of puzzled. Like, I was like, what is this? I, I was going crazy, and then, uh, but I saw Leslie riding him, and he's just kind of hopping up and down, and I, I don't know. He did that the first time I ran him here. First okay. time I ran him, he went off like four to five in a maiden allowance, and he went around there. He looked like he was a... a horse outside Safeway store going up and down and I, and I ran him right back in seven eight days and then he went by five or something but uh, but he's uh, he's kind of funny once in a while he comes with that sort of effort and uh, the other day when I rounded him I thought boy he'll be hard to be off the lead and, and uh, we couldn't get him close to the lead so hopefully he's got his uh, mind on running tonight yeah well overall pretty darn good he's run some really good sprints at this meeting Frank Lucarelli, our guest, and uh, tied right there atop the training standings enter this, entering this week with Blaine Wright and Jeff Metz. And a uh, lot of so-called bullets today with uh, strong runners in and a lot of competition tomorrow as well. You're looking pretty good for the weekend, Luke. Good luck this weekend. And there's one of your clients. He seems to be enjoying himself this year, yeah. Andy Evans. Andy. And we had Scott on centers yeah. last weekend. Andy will be watching the bear. Scott went to Sacramento. Okay. But, uh, went, okay. Yeah. So Andy will be watching it here on TV. So if you yep. hear a bunch of yelling by a TV monitor about 445, it'll be Andy. Very good. Hey, Luke, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Okay. Frank Lucarelli, our guest, and a lot of action from him this weekend. Best of luck to Frank. And uh, we're going to take a break. We'll come back with trainer Monique Snowden. She is in action at Emerald Downs tomorrow with the Chili Man, and there's going to be a lot of eyes on that horse as he comes on the track. We'll be right back. It's Saturday morning, KJR 9.50 a.m. You're listening to The Win Place Show, brought to you by Emerald Downs on Sports Radio 9.50 KJR. 
Now back to the Win Play Show with Joe Withy and Rob Rao on Sports Radio KJR. Turning into the stretch, he is not stopping. In the second position is Ton 80 with Yo Y Me, and up the inside is Spike High, but with a furlong to go. Here is a rising star, the Chili Man. Look at him stride down the lane. He must be in front by about a dozen lights. And the Chili Man, very, very impressive. He's one to watch. Yo Y Me was second. Third goes to Spikes High. Photo for fourth between Ton 80, Hallowed Harbor, and Trusted the Stars. The Chili Man, indeed impressive. Matt Dinnerman made that call on June 26th. The fourth race at Emerald Downs. I've watched that replay a few times myself. And uh, the son of Trap Shot, a Kentucky bred, made his debut off some really strong workouts. And then he ran like that. He won by 11 and a half lengths in a four and a half furlong race. His trainer, Monique Snowden, here with us at the Win Play Show. Monique, good morning. Good morning. Have you been... Uh, smiling since that race a little bit here and oh there. i have been that was that was a great day um like i told people that you know the last time i was that nervous for a horse to run it was when i had one in the long acres mile so it was a it was a pretty nerve-wracking day leading him over there yeah and then we find out afterwards you know that his workouts were fast but he really wasn't asked all that much in the morning and and if you look at him compare the workouts to race time which you can't do completely because it's a different situation but he could certainly run that fast pretty easily the times that he put up in those morning workouts yeah absolutely no he he definitely works very well in the morning and he just shows a lot of power and speed and he, he's a very classy individual the chili man's his name and heidi nelson your owner uh she let's face it we have to give her some credit she was on our show last week and she's picked out some pretty good runners over the last several years, hasn't she? She has. This will be her fifth stakes horse that she has picked out herself. Yeah. The trailer guy, of course, won a stake last year as a three-year-old, and he's in a, a nice race tomorrow. We'll talk about him in a little bit. But uh, also uh, Zeta won a couple of stakes races, the Honorable the one. The Honorable one, and then there was another one in there, There too. was another oh, one. Oh, well, Disruption. Disruption. Yeah, well, we got, can't forget him. You got him to the Long My Acres favorite. Mile. Yeah, yeah, he was amazing. Yeah, and she had a, a horse called Avram, mm -hmm. too, who had a lot of talent, but he had a little bit of uh, physical breathing issues or something, so he was retired early. Yeah, she just has an amazing eye for a horse. I, I think she has just some sixth sense that, that tells her which one to pick. It's just incredible. It's it's good, and she pays a little bit of premium for them, but not you know not outlandish either. I mean, there's a lot of people looking at those horses at the sales that she buys at. And yeah, and she really works hard though. She spends hours and hours and hours just staring at the video, more patience than I would have, <laughs> just watching all the videos. And she, because she has to look through the horses and figure out which ones are going to go within her price range. Because anyone can pick out oh, a horse that's going to go for three hundred thousand dollars. You know, yeah. those are easy to spot, but to one, ones that are going to go, you know, in that price range of hers and is going to have the talent to be hopefully a star, that's that's pretty impressive. It is. Heidi Nelson, the owner of the Chili Man, Monique Snowden, the trainer, and you've got this uh, colt, and then he was gelded fairly soon after you got him because uh, high-spirited. And... <laughs> I actually have a funny story about that. Yeah, well, you know, we wanted to keep him a colt, and I was willing to, you know, work with him and try to keep him a colt, but he's very high-spirited. These 
Well-bred horses, it's like a, a sports car with a V8 engine in them. They're just really high-powered, high-energy horses. And the uh, the final straw, he kind of sealed his own fate, was I was on him. And I usually walk him around the, the shed row with me on their backs a couple times to get tied on, as we say, to get the saddle tight and everything adjusted. And he, he starts leaping with me down the long side of the barn. I mean, really rearing and sky-leaping, as we call it. And he gets to the end where we got to make a 90-degree turn, and he's rearing straight up with me and he's landing and he's spinning like a bucking bull and then rearing straight up and spinning and rearing straight up and fortunately I was clamped on his back like a spider monkey that day. I'm not sure how I stayed on. My stomach is dropping right now just listening to that because uh I'd like to see the look on your face, anybody's face, uh, you know. Yeah, and yeah. You got the shed row all around. Oh, you yeah. The wood and exactly. No, I didn't have a lot of didn't have a lot of room, yeah. and so you know, cause, so we were worried that he would obviously hurt me or worse, get me buck me off and then hurt himself by running around loose. So that was kind of the final straw. Where he said, "Okay, we need to gild him." Of course, now we wish we. W- didn't <laughs> <laughs> hindsight yeah, right in 2020 yeah um but you know you know i thought of that too when uh, he ran and then the word is oh boy you know heidi and monique are getting a lot of phone calls people around the country are interested and that was true lots of phone calls lots of interest from all parts of, mm-hmm. of the country on the chili man uh this horse at emerald downs that was pretty impressive you watch the video and his stride and his action is just awesome uh and but uh you did geld him and and then i thought well that's going to hurt the price a little bit but it's still the the numbers that are being talked about that you know i'm not 100 percent sure but 300 to 400 thousand that's a lot of money even for a for a gelding yeah it's incredible so. it, it just shows how much talent that uh he has and you know one of the best attributes of him is his just mental strength that he okay. is so classy and unfazed by things um in in the paddock that first time he ran he just was incredible he stood there so quiet wow. i mean better than most old horses stand and i mean he was very aware of what was going on around him but just stood there and we saddled him i mean just all class all professional that wow. day and that helps of course uh, definitely and especially with two-year-olds they can get a little bit nervous not being uh, so acclimated to the routine as, as older horses are but okay so that went all went well and then the race well you, there was a story i read on our emerald downs news and notes and by the way go to emeralddowns.com especially on thursday afternoons the updated news and notes from director of media relations vince brune and jacob polowitz uh really a lot of good info but it, they had a quote from you about when you got him like gate approved or you you broke out oh, of the gate yeah. one time with him yeah it was his uh final well one of the final times i took him to the gate and i was i broke him by himself and and i just wanted to make sure that we were approved out of the gate a little bit beforehand before i put joey on him for the last work that last work we worked 57 and change so i take him over there and go in the gate and and I do all the gate work with with my horses, get them all gate approved, and, you know, he walks in there just like he's walking in a stall, just all super calm, and he stands there. And for some reason, just something in my stomach told me, I better take two good mane holds. (laughs) Normally, I just, you know, grab a little bit of mane with one hand, but I'm like, you know, I better get really good, I I better get tied on here, and I'm glad I did, because... 
Man, he broke out of there so hard and fast. And, and not only that, but then, then the strides after that where he's accelerating out of the chute was incredible. I honestly, it gives me goosebumps <laughs> talking about it right now because it was something that I had never experienced that kind of speed and power. It was like being in a super fast sports car. It, it was amazing. And I, I had to call Heidi. Right? I got off of him and I called Heidi. Is that I said, right? Heidi, Heidi, this was amazing and told her all about it. Well, yeah, there's probably been a lot of phone calls after uh, uh, progression on the Chili Man up to that June 26th start, 11-and-a-half-length win. And, uh, yeah, he's in tomorrow. Uh, the field isn't that big tomorrow to run against the Chili Man. It's only going to be four competitors. Mitch and Johnny has been scratched. But, uh, you know, that's not your concern now. But, you know, it's... Uh, possible that he could be sold. Heidi's been dealing mm -hmm. with a number of people, but, you know, you've got to still go about your job, right? Absolutely. You know, I, I really don't want to get, I, I try not to get wrapped up in all the hype. I just honestly want to be kind of left alone and keep my head down, just keep working my 12, 14-hour days like I normally do, and, and just train my horse and just uh, keep keep an eye on the prize and keep doing what I'm doing and take, you know, you got to play the long game, but at the same time, you just kind of got to take it day by day and not get too excited you know I, I i have to be the horse's rock i have to be zen i have to be even keeled because they look to me for that and i get i keep them calm and so that's my one of my most important jobs is just to be just quiet in the barn and do my thing and you know what happens happens yeah well that's uh that's your attitude and it sounds like it's working and yeah i uh, can't argue with that um, the Chili Man in the fifth race, the Emerald Express tomorrow at Emerald Downs. And uh, let's talk a little bit about Grace Bay, the next race as well. Uh, you got a smile going there. <laughs> My girl. Yeah. She is a two-year-old filly by Coast Guard out of Moscow Symphony by Moscow Ballet. And she ran third to Patty's Secret in Blazing Beauty. And if you look at John Lindley's trip notes at emeralddowns.com, he has her breaking a full three lengths slowly. On, uh, in a four-and-a-half furlong race and still running third out of ten. And you can watch those videos, of course, free of charge at emeralddowns.com. Race replays, that was June 11th, the first race. Uh, that looks like a really good race on paper. I watched her down the stretch. I thought, wow, that, that horse has got some talent because... Uh, she was compromised at the start in that race. Yeah, yeah, it was it was really uh, too bad because you know she in the morning she had always broke real well out of the gate and so it was kind of a oh it wasn't a complete shock as anything can happen yeah. in in these two year old races and so yeah but it was a little disappointing for her to break like that and but you know what I love is that she she ran through traffic you know Joey didn't have to take her to the outside or anything she ran through traffic through dirt and if you watch that replay she's running straight as a string she's running like a seasoned professional and she's another one that she's just very mentally strong filly you, you look at her and you're around her and you think she's a four-year-old five-year-old race mare well i was down at your barn the other day and uh you know i'm gonna say it like most gals horses you just walk up to any one of them, and they're just approachable and kind. I mean, you gals. What, what are you saying, Joe? I, I'm being a little sexist here, but <laughs> okay. you just kind of. Well, I'll take it. You know, I mean, really, they they you're nice to the the horses. Uh, there's just a little more, you know, mind melding going on there mm -hmm. than a lot of the guys, mm -hmm. I guess. And not that 
I've ever been bitten. I got all my fingers, and I spent a lot of times <laughs> in the barns. And and then, but uh, it's just that. Yeah, okay. I like people because you know my peoples are good to me. And, mm -hmm. and uh, they, they she was a, like that. Yeah, they live a good life in my barn. I mean, they. I spend a lot of time with them on the track. They get iced and massaged all the time. I mean, they get. They get grain four times a day, all the hay they could eat, you know, it's a pretty good life. That's what you said, yeah. I said, uh, well, it's getting one of his meals, you know. Well, he, she gets four meals a day. <laughs> but Grace Bay, okay, you're high on her. Uh, yeah. How's she done since that race? She's done, she's done awesome. I, I love her works. You know, and, and really, uh, in the mornings, we've never asked her. The, all her works have all been in hand, very, very easy for her. And, you know, she's been able to post really good good times. And um, <laughs> the the last work where we kind of blew her out three-eighths, uh, I was on the backside on the pony, and I was at the three-quarter pole, and she's trying to sky leap and go one more time around with Joey. So I was glad I was there and could grab her because, yeah, she, she thought that's Three-eighths blowout was a good warm-up, and she was ready to go one more time. That's a good sign. Grace Bay has the two posts tomorrow, number two of 11 in the Angie C for two-year-old fillies, and Joe Steiner is riding both of your juveniles. Mm -hmm. You must be spending a little time down at the barn making sure that uh, you're happy with him. And yeah, yeah. I, I love Joe. He does such a good job with the horses. And, um, you know, I've always thought it's really good to have, a, you know, a good rapport with a jockey, similar to what I had with Aliska a few years ago when she won six of my seven races because she, you know, she just always knew when she was on one of my horses that they were ready to go, and she, she just really trusted me as a trainer. And, I feel like Joey and I have that same kind of rapport where he knows, you know, my horses are well-behaved, they're ready to go. Um, and I, I know th there was a scheduling mix-up, and he wasn't able to do one of the works on Gracie, and he was like, oh, it's okay, you work her. I know she's ready. She's good to go, so that's great. Joe and Joe Steiner has been on, uh, you know, he was getting on horses for Bob Baffert and, and exercising and rode some, but mostly a uh, lot of good horses. He traveled around with big stakes opportunities to train, get the horses ready in the mm -hmm. morning. So he's been on a lot of good ones. He's been on with Monique Snowden. And he's in tomorrow, and we, we just about have to go, but the trailer guy, is he set to run? Yeah, well? trailer guy, he's been uh, training awesome. We're giving him a little class relief. Love this spot. Not an easy spot at all, no. but, uh, yeah, tough, tough $40,000 race. But you know what? I, I like where he's at. I think he's going to run hard, and I'm looking for a good result. The trailer guy going a mile tomorrow after the four stakes races here at Emerald Downs. Big weekend for you, Monique. Yeah. <laughs> Three best horses all in one day. That's cool. And uh, good luck to you. You know, it's going to be exciting tomorrow. Thank you, Joe. Monique Snowden joining us here at Emerald Downs. And thanks to Jackson down at the station, our guests Frank Lucarelli and Monique Snowden, Joe Withy and Rob Rao. And uh, let's hope to see you at the track. Once again, first race at 6.30. This is the Win Place Show on KJR 950 AM. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.